Another travel-related story. This week, the London Underground celebrated its 150th birthday, and we aired a report about the history of the tube. You know, it was dark. It was subterranean. So it was a fantastic kind of thing that Londoners were brave enough to try this new form of transport, which has never looked back. So after that story, we asked you to share your tube stories. Here's Diana Bloomfield of Raleigh, North Carolina. My sister had read the year before in Glamour magazine about a program called Miss Liberty Incorporated. So the program itself sent British girls to New York City to work as secretaries throughout the city. And American girls could go to London and you'd be sent to various jobs for the whole summer. So I had never been anywhere. Um, I'm from a really, really small town. So I go off to the uh, underground station with my sister, you know, fully expecting her to take my hand and lead me everywhere because she'd been there the summer before. We get there and we go down and there's this great big map that, you know, that's such a colorful, beautiful map. Um, and so I look at my sister and I say, I don't have no idea where to go. Can can you help me? She just sort of looked at me and said, uh, no, you're on your own. Figure it out yourself. <laughs> she just walked off. So I'm standing there in this vast place looking at this huge map and um, this nice Englishman walked up in, in an underground. He was in a uniform. So he came over and he asked me where I needed to go and I showed him the address. He explained the map a little bit to me, and then he told me what train to get on, and he actually walked me all the way down to the train, and just so nice. It was just unbelievable. And, and you know, now every time I walk into a, a subway or even a train station, I always think about that. Thank you to Diana Bloomfield. Well, after that fond remembrance, we were compelled to share some stories from members of the World Newsroom. Here's the world's Clark Boyd. So if I could share one story about the tube, it would be about Queensway Station, which I have to go through quite a bit when I'm there in London. And I have the great misfortune of being both scared of heights and uh, also scared of being in crowds. And the only two ways out of that station are either up in the elevator, crammed in with, uh, you know, what seems to me to be thousands of other people, or to walk something like 400 stairs up this rickety spiral staircase. Uh, So... Most of the time, I just sit there in Queensway Station down at the bottom, rocking back and forth for about 10 minutes, deciding which particular hell I'm going to try. There's no air conditioning, so it's super hot, and you're crammed in with millions of people. And I remember this one guy, and he was standing up in front of me, and he wasn't wearing any shoes, and he wasn't wearing any shirt, and he actually wasn't wearing any pants. All he had on was this tiny little sarong that was kind of wrapped around his middle, There wasn't a single other person on the tube train who even acknowledged that this guy was standing there wearing almost nothing. And the thing that I kept thinking was, where did he put his bus pass? That was the world's Andrea Crossan sharing her favorite tube tale. So the poor maligned tube. I've been passing through London my whole life and remember as a child looking down at the floor of a carriage and being amazed it seemed to be made up entirely of cigarette butts. Happily, those days are gone. Now I just feel nostalgic for those long flights of stairs and the movie posters on the platforms. I wonder if the circle line is working today. Keep telling us your stories, good or bad, at theworld.org. The distant echo of faraway voices bought in faraway trains To take them home to the ones that they love and who love them forever 
Christ at his steps Repeat my own and reflect my thoughts Calling and inviting Partially naked It's a far toughy rap Present a smartest papers Mr. Jones got 